Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking about harassment and dating, or rather, harassment versus dating. They are not the same thing as we will get into. But first, I would like to quickly acknowledge that when we're talking about harassment in general, it's true that men are more likely than women to be harassed. But when we're talking about sexual or street harassment specifically, which is the focus of this video, women are the ones who are more likely to be targeted. And that's not to say that men can't be sexually harassed because unfortunately sexual harassment can and does happen to both men and women. But for the purposes of this video, we will be focusing on that small group of men who chooses to harass women. Now, Jamila Jamil, who is an actress that you may be familiar with from her role in The Good Place, recently wrote a series of tweets explaining her experiences with harassment. She wrote that, was at the shops with my friend. Man ogles me. Man then approaches me to give me his number. I explain I have a boyfriend, but thank him for the offer. Man then threatens my career, saying I better remember that I rejected him, and then shouts at me that I'm low class. Now, obviously, that is a really crappy and creepy thing to happen to someone, and when Jamila shared that tweet, a lot of people, of course, were voicing their support for her, but a lot of women also began sharing similar encounters they had had with men. One user commented that I once had something in my eye while driving and used the rearview mirror to get it out. The guy in the car behind me thought I was winking at him and followed me all the way home. I was terrified. I had no idea someone was following me. And someone else added that, it's gross that you had to mention that you were already taken by another man. We've probably all done this to try to let a man down easy in order to stay safe, and that didn't even work. To which Jamila replied, I once said no thank you to a man when I was 19 and didn't have an excuse. And he punched me in the face. After that, whether or not I have a boyfriend, I say I do. Being a woman is truly constantly scary. It's like existing on thin ice. And she followed up that tweet by saying, we need to teach children about rejection so that we can change the way we see rejection as a society. We need to destigmatize it so that it doesn't feel like the ground is swallowing you up when someone says no, however nicely. This would lessen their need to lash out. First off, I think we can all agree that punching someone in the face for not wanting to give you their number that's like above and beyond harassment at that point. In fact, that's that's just straight up assault. And the second thing I would like to mention is that I really like how Jamila doesn't try to blame these incidents on like toxic masculinity or just men in general or anything like that. Instead, she tries to start a conversation about how we as a society deal with rejection. And I think that is just so much more productive. And before we go any further, I would just like a quick minute of your time to tell you about our sponsors, the movie Unplanned. Essentially, the movie tells the story of Abby Johnson, who used to be a staunchly pro-choice advocate. Not only was she a director of a planned parent clinic, but not even her mother or her husband could convince her to change her mind about abortion. Oh, and did I forget to mention that she also had two abortions herself? Clearly, this woman was firmly in the pro-choice camp. That changed, though, when one day she was called in to assist with an abortion and what she witnessed changed her life forever. Unplanned is such an important film because it tells the story of abortion from an insider, someone who not only had abortions but also worked in the abortion industry. The movie has experienced some controversy, though, since the MPAA gave it an R rating, which a lot of people feel was not deserved based on its content, but was a way to try and dissuade Christians who may not want to go see an R-rated movie from going to go see it. And that R rating also makes it a lot harder for teens to go see it, which is frustrating because they're exactly the people who need to see this movie to learn about the consequences and realities of abortion. So if that sounds interesting to you, the movie is out right now in theaters and you can learn more at unplannedfilm.com. That is unplannedfilm.com. Having someone act all nice and sweet to you right up until the moment that you reject them and then they go all Mr. Hyde and freak out on you, that's something that sadly, I think most of us have probably experienced and it's not a gen 
gendered issue. The whole nice girls or nice guys phenomenon is really just a group of people who think that being nice to someone entitles you to a date with them and who really cannot handle rejection. So props to Jamila for trying to bring attention to that. However, she did also mention in her tweets that being a woman is constantly scary and like existing on thin ice. And it's that attitude or belief that I want to try to unpack in this video. Because just the day after Jamila's tweets were released, another Twitter thread went viral that would also have us believe, yeah, harassers and predators are everywhere. As Joanna Chu wrote, thread about airplane creeps. I'm on a plane from a late evening stopover and was very tired and had a road to myself to sleep, but couldn't avoid noticing what was going on in the row behind me. A man appearing in his late 30s was obviously delighted to be seated next to a teenager separated from the rest of her family. He started off by asking her about her career plans and laughed when she said she wanted to be CEO and kept giving her ridiculous advice. She was friendly and he seemed to take that as a welcome cue to get very familiar and started teasing her and kept saying that he wanted to take her out to eat, which she was ignoring. At this point, I had to stay awake in case anything went further than that. It did. And as soon as he asked for a dirty photo while leaning close to her, I turned around and rage whispered exactly what I thought of that. And he didn't say anything back and went off to use the washroom. It is not acceptable for a man in his late 30s to be creeping on a teenage girl who from the sounds of it was a minor. And it is especially not okay for him to ask her for dirty pics. Just total scumbag. Whether you're left wing, right wing, male, female, some other kind of third thing, I think we can all agree that that's just, yeah, gross. Now, harassment is one of those things that's kind of difficult to talk about because it's really hard to find a universal definition of harassment. Because while there are clear-cut examples, as we've just seen, like being threatened for not wanting to give someone your phone number or having a stranger who you've never met before ask you for dirty pictures, we are living in a time where the term harassment is being applied to situations that I think traditionally were considered pretty innocuous. For example, there was that really popular video where a woman was filmed walking around New York for several hours in order to expose street harassment. There are examples of real harassing behavior in that video, like continuing to call out after someone even though they're clearly ignoring you and not wanting to engage. But is saying, have a nice evening or good day, beautiful, really harassing behavior in that same vein? I don't know about that. And actually, the line between friendly conversation and sexual harassment has become so blurred that they've polled people about their opinions on what does and does not constitute sexual harassment, and the results are shocking. When asked about whether they would consider certain behavior sexual harassment, young people were consistently way more likely to claim that a behavior was harassment than older people. Surprisingly, around 35% of 18 to 30-year-olds in the United States said that it would be sexual harassment for a man to comment on a woman's attractiveness. And around a quarter of men in that same age group said that it would be sexual harassment for a man to ask a woman to go for a drink. Although for some of us, the idea that asking someone out for a drink is equal to harassment might be funny, for those people who are still single, it's actually super worrying. 
and kind of depressing. I mean, think about it. How are young men supposed to operate in the dating world nowadays when merely telling a girl that she's beautiful or asking her out could be considered harassment? And if you think I'm being hyperbolic, then just take a look at this. According to the Daily Mail, the University of Missouri has claimed that a male asking a female out on a date could be sexual harassment if she is smaller than him. This came after a student, Jeremy Rolls, asked his dance instructor, Annalise Bro, on a date in 2016 and was hit with allegations he had violated Title IX. And who could forget Brie Larson's infamous tweet where she wrote, I merely smiled at a TSA agent and he asked for my phone number. To live life as a woman is to live life on the defense. Personally, I don't think it's appropriate to be flirting with your customers or clients while you're at work, but even so, I don't know if the correct response to having someone ask for your phone number should really be, to live life as a woman is to live life on the defense. So what are we as a society supposed to do in this situation? Because on the one hand, we have this group of creeps, scumbags who do not respect women, and although there aren't that many of them, they're loud enough where in certain situations it can definitely feel like they are everywhere. And then on the other hand, you have just your average man who is interested in the ladies but does not want to come across as harassing the ladies. How do we foster a healthy dating environment where we establish that it's okay to ask someone out on a date respectfully and move on if they decline and it's not okay to just like send a stranger a photo of your genitals. This may seem obvious, but I feel like a lot of us have forgotten that our parents' relationship plays a huge role in our expectations for our own dating life. Watching our parents interact with each other or other partners for a lot of people is a huge part of shaping what they view as acceptable or unacceptable dating behavior. Back when I was still in the dating pool, one of the reasons why I always had such high standards for my boyfriends and why I have such a visceral reaction against men who disrespect women is because growing up, my dad treated my mom like a valuable member of the family. He treated my mom like a person. He loved her. He respected her. So for me, that's always been the norm with male-female interactions, and I knew I wasn't going to settle for anything less. And similarly, to flip things around a bit, one of the reasons why I value my fiancé so much is that growing up, my mom displayed a huge amount of loyalty and dedication to her family and specifically her husband. Because my mom and dad gave me such a strong, stable upbringing when I was younger, I've always had what I like to think of as a healthy outlook toward the relationships between men and women. But sadly, we're living in a time where that experience is becoming rarer and rarer. How are young men and young women supposed to relate to their partners or potential partners in health? healthy and positive ways when they've never seen what a good relationship or good courtship should look like. We have women now who grew up without their fathers and it's almost as if they can't help but see all men with suspicion. It's like they're incapable of seeing men as positive forces in their lives and can only imagine them as predators. This makes them bitter and hostile and inconsiderate toward men and we see this a lot especially in the man-hating feminist sphere of things. And then you also have the women who don't hate men but at the same time, they don't have a good idea of what a strong father figure for their children or what a good partner for themselves might look like, so they end up going for these dirt bags because they don't know what else is out there, that there is something better. And on the male side of things, you have an entire generation of men now who grew up without a father figure. They don't act like real men who are chivalrous and protectors, not predators, because they've never seen that. The truth is, when it comes to the issue of harassment, it's not masculinity that's to blame, it's a 
lack of masculinity that's causing it. Real men don't harass women and disrespect them because real men are protectors and stewards. And I'm not talking about some cringy white knight BS where you try to defend a woman from any and all criticism because you're secretly trying to get into her pants. No, I mean actual chivalry, standing up for someone who is weaker than you when they're actually in trouble, i.e. getting harassed or assaulted. Because as someone who has been harassed, let me tell you, in those moments, there is nothing that I want more than my fiancé with me. Harassment does not happen when real men are nearby, but sadly, unfortunately, our society has largely shamed men out of that role. Think about it, ladies. For the past generation, we've called men sexist for being interested in women and wanting to protect women, so can we really blame them for not coming to our aid when we need it the most? Think about it, ladies. For the past generation or so, we've shamed men for being interested in women and wanting to protect women because, oh, I'm an independent woman. I don't need no man. I'm not your property. So at those times when we need them the most, can we really blame men for not stepping up? We essentially told them not to. This is why nowadays we have so many videos of people filming awful things happening right in front of them but nobody going to stop it. So long story short, what is the solution to harassment? Well, if you have children, be a good example for them. Teach your sons to respect women and teach your daughters to respect men. And ladies, don't demonize any man who merely takes an interest in you because A, you don't want to end up a crazy cat lady and B, if you ever do need help, trust me, you're gonna wish he was there. And men, obviously the good ones, not the few weirdos, please don't be afraid of us ladies because we need you in our lives. But that's it for this video. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.